Welcome to Adventures in Evaluation Podcast with James Coyle and Kylie Hutchinson. Hi, my name is James Coyle. I'm an internal evaluator and a large regional health authority. And I'm Kylie Hutchinson, and I'm an external evaluation consultant. And together we bring you Adventures in Evaluation Podcast. James, my man, how's it going? I'm doing well. Hey, it's... uh... It's January 2014. That's right. That's right. And we're a little bit late because it's January the 19th. And we'll probably post this February 1st just before I leave for holidays. Yeah, but we were talking about a theme for tonight and you came up with a brilliant idea of New Year's evaluation resolutions. I love it. Well, you know, what what came to mind was um, it's still January, so it still feels like a new year. Yep. And uh, I don't know how you're doing on your other resolutions, if you have any. I mean, I guess I should, I should ask, do you, are you a New Year's resolution kind of person? Yeah, of course I am. Yeah. Because, you know, I... there's these people, and you come back to work in January. And, uh, you know, a couple of weeks ago, I remember asking someone, and, the, and and they said, oh, no, I don't do New Year's resolutions. I just try and live my life the same way all the time, all year. Oh, please. Well, yeah, I just kind of thought, man, that's so pious and snobby. Evaluator and, and a resolution is like a recommendation, right? I'm always evaluating my own life as exactly. well. Exactly. You know, I, I, yeah. think, I mean, I think to be fair, fair to them, I get where they're coming from. Um, you know, and, and some people really are able to embody it. Uh, I guess the rest of us weaklings, uh, you know, have to take advantage of any reset button we can. Yeah. And uh, I, I like you. I just think it's uh, any time is a good time for uh, a reflection. So why not? Uh, my, my writ. My resolutions are always the same, though, right? I will not eat wheat. I will spend more time with my family. <laughs> won't eat wheat. That's pretty specific. Well, I won't eat wheat? Well, yeah, it's kind of the new age way of saying I'm going to lose 10 pounds. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, as an evaluator, what I got interested in was looking up whether or not uh, there's been any evaluations of whether or not people keep or maintain their New Year's resolutions. And so oh. I ended up on a you know, Huffington Post uh, uh, article which yeah. stated, at least in the States, what their top, uh, what people's top 10 uh, New Year's resolutions are. And right. you're right. I mean, the number one, what is, guess what it is? Lose weight. You got it. Nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't say decrease wheat. There's no wheat decrease. But lose weight. Uh, the second one was getting organized. Number three was spend less and save more. Uh, number yep. four was enjoy life to the fullest. That sounds nice. Number yeah. five, staying fit and healthy. Uh, yeah. I guess that's for those uh, who don't need to get fit. Yeah. Uh, number six was learn something exciting. Yeah. Number seven, quit smoking. That'd be a good one. Uh, yeah. Number eight, help others in achieving their dreams. Help others. Mm-hmm. Well, that's interesting. Yeah. yeah. Number nine, uh, fall in love. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I know. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And number ten, uh, drum roll, spend more time with family. So what was interesting was um, typically the ones I focus on are more appreciative. Mm. So it is more like get fit or or be more active as opposed to lose weight. Not that I could benefit from that. but Sorry, you mean appreciative as in... Or positive. Or positive, building on your strengths. Yeah, yeah, in that language. And then I was thinking, geez, what, what would my New Year's resolutions maybe be? Uh, from a work point of view or as an evaluator. And that's yeah. how I came up with the little list. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, go for it. What's your first one? We can alternate. Well, what I did was I took this the basically the same list and I 
twisted some of the categories like get organized. And I, I agree with that. I, I, I think I can always get more organized. I like being organized. Uh, I don't know how you feel about getting organized. I need to be less organized and spend what? more time with my family. Okay. Well, <laughs> yeah. So I, I've got to get organized. And for that one, uh, I think I'd like to resolve myself. And we've already started to do it in my office is to uh, get on the uh, rubrics uh, revolution. Yeah. And so I find using rubrics, and, and for those who aren't familiar with them, uh, suggest you go to our latest podcast or previous one um, uh, with uh, Jane Davidson, uh, where she talks about rubrics. That podcast was the fastest to 500 hits, by the way. Yeah, cool. Yeah, and so that's number one. Uh, mm -hmm. Learn something exciting. And so, okay, uh, I'm leaning on Jane here a bit, but uh, I want to read uh, one of her electronic texts, uh, the actionable evaluation text, and uh, consume a few other uh, exciting evaluation books, something new. So don't just keep going back to the same old ones. So that's learn something exciting, number two. Yeah. Number three, I do want to spend more time with family as well, my evaluation family. Yeah, and community so, of practice? Well, actually... Maybe, uh, but I, I'm thinking I need to make an effort to get to Denver, the AA conference in October. It's the first one I went to, uh, I think, back uh, the night uh, Obama was elected. So what was that, 2008? 2008. And uh, right. yeah. I just really enjoy being with um, our tribe of evaluators and find them so friendly. And uh, I had a blast uh, this year in D.C., so I'd like to spend more time with our evaluation family. Now, that does link with uh, save more, too, because I'm going to have to save up some money to go. And uh, number four, uh, help others achieve their dreams. And I think for that, from an evaluation point of view, um, I'm going to continue to volunteer uh, with the uh, Evaluation Mentorship Canada uh, initiative that uh, I'm involved in and offer mentorship to others, mm -hmm. their career, uh, sort of counseling, etc. Very noble of you. Well, I don't know. You have to ask others if it's worth it. But oh, sure uh, And then is. the last one is uh, fit and healthy. Uh, I'd like to uh, make a point of going for a walk uh, and listen to every one of our finished podcasts. Uh, so we, I'd encourage others to go for a walk with Adventures and Evaluation, too. Or with something, for, for example, I have a bunch of podcasts on um, instructional design and things like that. That, that's a great one. Go for a walk at lunch, and that's how you squeeze in some of that Pro-D while you're de-stressing as exactly. well. Exactly. It's easy to do when it's audio. So those are my five evaluation yeah. resolutions. What do you got? Oh, very good. Okay, well, I only had three. Um, so my first one is kind of when I'm starting a new evaluation contract, I want to just kind of pause and try to avoid, try to avoid the same old, same old. I want to, you know, not kind of go through the motions doing the same thing that I've been doing in evaluation for the last 20 years. I want to really kind of consciously stop and, and try to bring in all of the new uh, learning and innovations that I've been exposed to in evaluation in, in the previous year and consciously insert those into my practice. Because sometimes I feel like when I'm at AEA, or when I'm, you know, reading my AEA 365 blog, I just, there's so much out there and I think, oh, that's really good. You know, the next time I do a social network analysis or the next time I work with youth, you know, that's a really good, but I, 
I think sometimes they get lost then. And mm -hmm. eight months later, I've got a contract and I'm going to start working with youth and I just kind of revert to those old methods. And I want to somehow try to just consciously go, okay, stop. Let's really uh, think about this and let's do a, a little bit more research and see what is new, what's out there. So because I'm getting to this point where uh, I'm almost 48 and I – at, you know, at my age in evaluation, if you're not careful, you can run the risk of just kind of doing the same old thing and making yourself irrelevant, which is why I'm counting on my wonderful colleague and assistant, Elaine, who's 20 years younger than me, to, and I've even said, Elaine, you know, you've got to keep me on my toes now. Um, I don't, don't want to get be, typecast. I don't, well, and I just don't want to be the old, you know. The, uh, <laughs> oh, Kylie, you're not old. There's a word there's a word that I want to say but I'm not sure I could say it on a podcast, right? But I just don't want to be that kind of old irrelevant evaluator who's still doing things, you know, the way they did them 20 25 years ago, right? I know I, I, wanna... I know no such evaluators that are old and doing those kinds of things. <laughs> yeah, I know. Okay, but I just don't want to be one of those, right? Okay, so um an example of that is um like rubrics, right? I want to just kind of slow down and go, is this a time, you know, to use rubrics? I want to put this kind of stuff in in really consciously into practice as opposed to just reading about it on AEA 365. Um, so then that leads me to my second one, which is to read my AEA 365 every day because, oh my gosh, if I looked in my inbox right now, uh, oh, what's here? There's a lot. I mean, there's just a lot in my inbox that I of AEA that I'm you know still looking at from last July. So I want to stay on top of that. And I want to kind of come up with some sort of way of categorizing this stuff so I can go youth evaluation. Let's go here, see what they, you know, see what people are doing or, or what's suggesting. So that's number two, stay mm -hmm. on top of my AEA 365. Uh, number three is... Uh, along the line of, uh, you know, not getting kind of old and irrelevant, I want to do more work <laughs> in teams. <laughs> I want to work in teams more. So up until this point, I've been the lone wolf and I've been kind of upfront about being the lone wolf and other people, uh, you know, other evaluation practitioners in my region kind of know that I don't partner that much, right? And uh, I did that because that was kind of my preferred style of working. And I, you know, I don't apologize for it. And then along came the lovely Elaine and I realized, oh, this isn't so bad working with somebody else. And I think um, that's kind of, I want to I want to work more in teams so that I'm working on larger projects. Uh, I want to kind of shake things up a bit, work on more kind of complex evaluations. I want to be challenging myself more and um, kind of learning from from others. So that's number three. And then number four, along the lines of learn something exciting, I just want to still stay on top of my professional development. And, you know, as an external evaluator, you know that professional development comes right out of your pocket, right? So you can take that, you know, you can get go to AEA, the AEA conference in Denver or you can go to Mexico with your family, right? <laughs> so you have to make that decision. And or you and, can bring uh, the family to Denver. 
Or you can bring your family to Denver. You know, we've talked about that a lot, especially, do you remember when it was in Anaheim? I do. And a I, lot know. Of, I had a staff who took their family and did the whole Disney. I think that, that made sense, right? Well, it does and it doesn't, you know, we've always talked about it, but frankly, when I'm at AEA, I'm out, out of the hotel, I'm out of the room, my hotel room from 7.30 in the morning till, I, often I don't come home till 9 or 10 o'clock at night. You're in your own magic kingdom. Yeah, and so I'm not, well, <laughs> good one. Um, yeah, and so do I, I don't know. Um, I think if we were to do it, it would probably be better to bring the family afterwards because I don't know. I want to go to the Magic Kingdom while everybody else is too, right? So I don't know. Or maybe you Anyways. go before and then you send and them then, home. And, the, and then they – something something like that. And then I mean, your I've entire often... experience at AEA is colored by Mickey Mouse. And right. all right. your analogies have to do with Disney. Well, you know, sometimes my mom and I have talked about because I've because I've got this hotel room right with 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 double bed, and I've I've talked with my mom about you know, mom, do you want to go to San Antonio or or something like that? But I'm just. I just don't think it really works out because I, I can't, um, you know, I can't go out for dinner with my mom when there's, you know, some colleague that I only see once a year. So anyways, I don't know how we got onto that tangent, um, but um, I want to just kind of stay on top of the professional development and also be a lot more conscientious about tracking it for my credentialing because, of course, as credential evaluators in Canada – um, we need to to track that on the on the you know the special computer page that they have. Which, by the way, I don't know if you noticed, but they just issued the CES just issued an RFP for the the formative process evaluation of the yeah, credentialing program. So that's kind of interesting. But what I'd really like to know is is the outcome evaluation of that. But maybe they'll be doing that later on. I'm I'm not really sure. Mm -hmm. So. So those are, yeah, those are mine. Those are good. Yeah, yeah, we should probably check in in six months and see how we're doing. Well, they um, say if you tell someone else, you've got a better chance of, uh, of of keeping that resolution. Oh, great. I just told like 2,000 evaluators. People are going to come and see us in Denver and go, oh, so Kylie, <laughs> how's it going? How's the teamwork going? How's the lone wolf doing? <laughs> yeah, let's see some examples of rubric use. Yeah, that's right. Well, uh, yeah, that's true. You know what? Um, when I was looking for dig, trying to dig up examples, Jane pointed me in the direction of some from from New Zealand, but it's pretty hard to find others. Our discipline could use some more examples of rubrics. Mm -hmm. So, um, well, that's good. So we we have our resolutions and for moving forward. And I guess uh, I guess the other kind of news maybe that we should talk about just before we wrap up, James, is some of our upcoming topics for podcasts that we're kind of excited about. Yeah, so it sounds like we have uh, uh, the uh, the excellent and entertaining and uh, uh, highly important Michael Scriven. Uh, ah! For Guru. I'm a he's, bit freaked out. Are you? Well, Michael's, you know. Michael's great. He's going to talk know, about he's... the future of evaluation with us. I know. He's like the father of evaluation, talking about the future of evaluation. I know. It can be a little intimidating, right? Yeah. I'm a little intimidated, but well, that's I think okay. he was interested in uh, Jane Davidson mentioned uh, how much fun she had with us, and, and Michael expressed yeah. interest. So I think that's great. Yeah. Uh, at some point, um, hopefully we'll have uh, another Michael. Uh, you all know who I'm talking about. He could kind of be mentioned. Yes. Yeah. I think he's still finishing his qualitative text. We'd like to have uh, Michael Patton on uh, when he's done. 
Well, good luck with your resolutions. <laughs> good luck with yours. <laughs> if you, anybody listening to our podcast, wants to share your resolutions or challenge ours, uh, please uh, check out our podcast site at adventuresandevaluation.podbean.com. You can contact us and leave a, a message there, or you can email us directly at adventuresandevaluationpodcast at gmail.com. All right, Kylie. All right, James. Into 2014. <laughs> no, we're already there. We are already there. Okay, well, it was lovely to talk to you this you week. You too. Take care. Right, take care. Bye. Bye. Bye.